All right, and welcome to Acme Podcast Incorporated. Uh, this episode is going to be titled, unless I forget as I'm making the episode, uh, Laser Has Regrets. Uh, mm. th- this was supposed to be my birthday episode where I chose two things I loved, and I chose two things I loved when I was 15. And boy, do I regret those choices. Uh, Clerks the Animated Series and The Critic. I'm honestly surprised that you didn't go for Clone High, considering how much you've been wanting to talk about Clone High. I only wanted to talk about Clone High as a pairing with a Fate property. Right, that was was the bit. That was right. Yeah. I still think that is a primo pairing, just like Flapjack and One Piece would be, but whatever. What do I know? <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah. Uh, neither of those shows have aged very well. Um, he's, your co- he's your host, Laser J. Oh, yeah, I'm Laser J. I'm joined, as always, by my good buddy and co-host. It's Kai. How's it going, everybody? We're uh, yeah. finally back to our regularly scheduled po- program. Regular enough. Regular enough. We're getting back into the swing of... Schedules have shifted around, so things have been a little weird. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Alright. So, uh, what you do this week, bud? Uh, well, uh, uh... I mean, I'm obviously, like, nothing to say about, like, the stuff I've been keeping up with. Like, Spy Family's still good. Uh, Pikome slash Ya Boy Kung Ming, also still really good. Uh, the the couple things that I did check out that I were new were um I finally sat down and I watched uh Super Eye Patch Wolf's video on why you should still read Berserk. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what? I've I've had this thing with Berserk where I've always kind of like seen it from a distance, and I know the references to Berserk, and I know a lot of people who I watch or people I know who like Berserk, but I've never read it. And I'm, yeah. and I'm like, I, I'm like, I like you, Super Patch Wolf. Sell me on Berserk. Give me the, give me your pitch. And, you know, I'm thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> he He does a really damn good job of given you the pitch on why you should read Berserk. Okay. Uh, the main thing that really struck a chord with me was um, when he talked about one of the things that uh, that I was put off by Berserk, which is like, a lot of fucked up shit happens in Berserk. Yes. And he t- takes a moment to set that aside. He's like, I can't comment on a lot of the more, a lot of the things in Berserk from a like, a certain perspective, because, you know, I don't feel qualified. But he did he did say something that resonated with me, which was that berserk, while bad things, like, like horrible things happen berserk, and berserk is really fucked up, berserk isn't about that. He says it's more about how people deal with all the horrible things in the world and find each other. And I'm like... That feels accurate. Okay. 
Like, the fucked up shit serves a purpose, which was one of the uh, things that put me off of Berserk. I didn't, I thought it was just, you know, brutality for brutality's sake, right? I would say that's basically the second half. No, like, it's, like, it's, it's the first half, actually. Uh, the Black Swordsman stuff is Miura fucking being 22, and just, like, I want to draw a cool, edgy guy. Oh, yeah, no, 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 I mean, like, the how people deal with the, the bad the, the stuff. trauma yes exactly yeah if that feels more like or at least what i thought was the second part like everything the, the bef- second half is yeah after the you know Let, let's just do spoilers oh real yeah quick. i mean yeah we can talk about the spoilers um spoilers for berserk but with uh, the the eclipse and stuff yeah, uh, Gri- once Griffith goes demon. Yeah, once Griffith uh, becomes one of the god hands. All, yeah, yeah. Yeah, all the bad shit happens, and then after that it's people dealing with it and finding each other. Yeah, because early on, uh, the, the first, like, nine or ten chapters, which is the Black Swordsman arc, is actually, mm-hmm. from, a, from a timeline perspective, is actually Guts in the middle of his journey. Yeah. And then Mira didn't really have a plan for why Guts was like that, other than yeah. the revenge. But then he got to a point in his in that his career where he decided I I'm I'm I wanted to give a reason. Yeah. And and then he wrote the the Golden Age arc, which is like the Guts backstory. Yeah. And then we like, okay, so that's why he wants the big revenge. Like you find out why Guts is like that. And then the Black uh, I've, Swordsman... I've read that part. And the Black Swordsman stuff in the middle is, like, gut still dealing with his trauma. And then the stuff after that, where you start to get sort of, like, the later middle part, where he tries to address his trauma and starts making connections with people again. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? Okay. Maybe I'll give Berserk a chance. You know... And in order to wash yourself clean, you gotta get dirty first. It's true. Um, also, there was some really fun stuff in there that I didn't know about, like that Miura, like really early on. Um, the the magazine that he was publishing Berserk in was going under, and he had two options essentially. Uh, his two options were, uh, go keep drawing and writing Berserk, but with a but you have to go find a new publisher. Right, which is like that's gonna be hard. Yeah. Or, uh, the guy who owned the publishing company was like, I can, I can give you, I got a connection for you, but you got to write a new thing. And, but you'll be writing the new thing with the guy who wrote Fist of the North Star. (laughs) Oh, and imagine you're Kentaro Miura, age 23, aspiring manga (laughs) artist and creator. In, like, what, 87, 86, around yeah. that time? Like, and your boss is like, hey, do you want to write a manga with the fucking guy who wrote Fist of the North Star? Mm. And Kintar Miura says no. <laughs> <laughs> and he keeps writing Berserk. <laughs> Uh, but to be fair to him, they the two of them would work together at like later in the future to write some stuff. Yeah. But so he got the best of both worlds. But also, yeah. that's still really fucking funny to me. That's that's fucking hilarious. And also, that video is really great. Uh, the 
the I love a lot of Eye Patch Wolf like yeah. stuff. Um, yeah. Like there was some the state of jump video was super interesting because um, One Piece wasn't in the top three. Really, it hasn't. It wasn't in the top three, and it's been in the top three for the last fifteen years, except for last year, which was when uh, fucking um. Demon Slayer took the number one spot. One Piece was still number two. Yeah. But, like, now, One Piece is number four. Uh, in terms mm. of best-selling manga. And there's a lot of reasons for that. Mainly, One Piece suffers from this problem where it's like, it's not, sell- it's not that it's selling bad. It's that it has a hard time getting new people to read it. Which... You know, I get that. There's a lot of One Piece. Yeah. Like, there's not a lot of people buying backlogs of One Piece. No. Uh. Uh. It. It. At this point, be it. It's starting to be the same argument people have about getting into American comics. Right. Same shit. Right. Um. Yeah. But in terms of the stuff that's printed in the proper, the 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 jump proper, uh, number one right now is Jujutsu Kaisen. Hell yeah. Uh, and then, um, I believe number three is Hiroaka, and then number two yeah. is Demon Slayer. Hell e- yeah. Even though Demon Slayer Hell is yeah, over. The top two. Yeah, well, I mean, it's fucking good. It's still fucking good. And then Hiroaka is going to be ending, like, in the, in the near future. But then again, he's, really? he said that a while ago, so who knows. Okay, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked, because, I mean, how many chapters does it have? Like, 300-something? 400? Yeah. Like, it's... I guess I... Yeah. You want? I could see it getting a Z. Mmm, oh, well, it's... Yeah, I would... I would love a spin-off sequel series of some kind for Piraka. It lends itself to spin-off sequel series. Yeah, I... I just... The... I'm still just caught... I haven't been keeping up with it in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's gotten too... It's gotten too much sugar now. Um, uh, but I'm still caught up in like that opening line, this is the story of how I became the greatest hero. Right. I just want to see adult Deku at the height of his powers. That's all... Just give me one chapter of that. Yeah, I mean, we'll eventually talk about it in on the show, obviously. Hiro- yeah, eventually. Hiro- Hiro- Aka. Um, yeah. And then, um, and then the 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 most interesting thing that's happening in the jump is the stuff that's happening on the the jump site, the 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 free one. Uh, oh which yeah. Is where all the monthly series are. Yeah. That's where you, Spy Family is. Yeah. And Kaiju Number Eight. Yeah. And those are outselling all the stuff in Jump Proper. Damn. And now with Spy X Family and Kaiju Number 8 getting animes, it makes you, like, honestly, I think the entire landscape of, like, manga might change to where monthly or bi-weekly series will become the norm as opposed to weekly. Mm. Because they sell better. Especially when you provide them as an online form as opposed to a physical form. Like, you can have the yeah. option of physical, but 
when they're first released, it's a it's digital, and then people will buy yeah. the the Tonkoban collections of the physical copies. Yeah, that's true. Which I mean is a better business model overall, really. It's better for the consumer, and it's better especially for the artists and the writers because, you know, they're not in the, the time crunch of having to write a chapter every week. That is true. And then also seasonal anime is becoming more of, like, a thing, right? Like, the, yeah. the weekly anime is not... Like, Toei is kind of the only one still kind of doing it. I... I am partial to just giving me the whole thing at once and letting me binge it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I do hear the complaints people... Like, the JoJo Fridays not being a thing anymore. Yeah, JoJo is especially bad because, like, JoJo, there's a lot. And it's, like, it's kind of, like, a lot easier to digest one part at a yeah. time. And also, Netflix fucking bungled it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but, uh, just, like, I don't know how I feel. I don't know. I got, like, Amphibian and Owl House are real good, except, are real good examples. Because, like, I generally prefer just getting the whole thing and binging. But these last, these two shows, it's just, it's turned Saturday and Turn Saturday into like my favorite day of the week, even though I still have work. Yeah, exactly. It, it you have something to look forward to every week. Yeah, which is oh. is part of it, right? Because then you don't end up watching the whole thing in like a couple of sittings, and then you're like, "Well, now what?" Yeah, you know. Also, watching it week to week lets you again digest it, and it sinks in. You're able, like, you're able to think about the last episode for a longer period of time. Yeah, but there is the problem that it doesn't work with every show. It doesn't. No, it. it uh, no, not at all. Be- because, like, let's say I start following four shows, or let let's make that a higher. Let's say I start following seven shows. Mm-hmm. I'd be lucky if I still follow two by the time the season ends. Right. Uh, I've completely fallen off Ghost of Malamaki. I have not watched it in weeks. I, uh, I've been trying to catch up on it. Still good. I just have no, I just have no interest in watching it. And I like, I like that show. I just, every time I look at it, I'm just like, eh. Mm Mm-hmm. I need to, I'll probably binge it. Like, catch up to where I, or not, pick up where I left off and just watch it all. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm doing that right now. I'm, I'm catching up on stuff. And then, yeah, it's still good, still funny songs are still good, good. you know uh, and i'll probably do a full report when i'm actually all cut up again okay um but yeah check if you're if you're not sold on berserk but are like oh i've always kind of had like a vague interest in it honestly if, it, if that video doesn't sell you on berserk i don't think anything will ever sell anybody on berserk truly yeah uh, it's it, it's a good sell Here's what you do. Mm. You put together a playlist that's a mix of, like, doom metal and, like, ambient music. Oh, yeah, for sure. And just play it while you're reading it. And that that's the optimal experience, in my opinion. 
listening to the Guts theme in the rain. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Guts theme is, is, is really good. Yeah, it is. Um, now, uh, I also did watch a few episodes of the Usagi show. Yes. Um, it's... I'm gonna have to f- watch all of it before I give, like, any final thoughts. But yeah. it doesn't... St- it starts off kind of... Eh, but once you get a couple episodes in and, like, the dynamics between the characters kind of start to form and the the, co- yeah. the comedy kind of gets to shine a little more, uh, it starts to get better. Um, especially from some of the voice actors who are uh, not big names or are uh, people... Who are really good at comedy, like fucking um, Percy D. Sungwon Cho is in it. Nice. And he plays uh, the the Shogun. Okay. And then um, the other thing that I was surprised about it that I didn't know was it's not Miyamoto. It's not Usagi. Miyamoto Usagi. Yeah. Which I did. It's his like descendant. Yeah. In the future. Which I am not crazy about. I wasn't crazy about it either, but they make it work. I'm sh- I'm sure I'm sure once I get into it, I'll be like, all right, yeah, I like Yuichi. Uh, yeah, he's he's a pretty yeah, typical yeah. like I need to learn to think before I act type of protagonist. Uh, but yeah. the comedy kind of gets it where it needs to be. It, okay. it, it's pretty. It's like of a similar of of what I watched so far. I would compare its quality to like the 2012 TMNT show. And it's like t- okay. and it's in its tone. Okay. You know, like, I liked that for a while. Yeah, and it was like, it's you know definitely leans more towards the comedy, and this is clearly this show is meant for younger, a younger set. Okay. But it's still okay. But it's still a fun enough show. That is probably probably good they didn't do Miyamoto if it's for the younger set then. Oh yeah, because because Miyamoto is not for children. <laughs> No, they it it's just the violence, really. It's just the violence. Yeah. Uh, um, I I would love a one day a Mus- Musashi Yojimbo show that was violent. Yeah. Yes. Like I, I in 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 my dream scenario, it's it's directed by Tartakovsky. Yeah, I can see that. Especially after Primal, where he got to like just do as much gore and blood as he wanted. Well, the comics aren't that bloody or gory. Mm. No, but they are violent. They are vi- It it is toned down, but there is a lot of death. Yeah, it's more in tone with like the last season of Samurai Jack uh, than anything. Uh... Because Samurai Jack, the last season had like a lot of killing, but there wasn't a lot of, like, excessive blood and gore. Yeah. Honestly, I... I would compare it to the first half of the first episode of Samurai Jack. Right. Uh, that That's how it feels a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. And obviously, like, the Kurosawa vibes. Of course, yeah. Because, I mean, it's literally Jojimbo. Yeah. Um, and the last thing 
that I really want to talk about. Okay. But I've been shilling it to everybody. Uh, so, this, so I was doing some research on some, some stuff for a D and D subclass I was making. I was trying to make a cleric for gods of alcohol and wine, and you know, okay. you know, uh, and I was like reading up about deities of wine and beer and all that stuff. And through that research, I happened upon a manga uh, called Drops of God. And Drops of God is amazing. I, okay. I've i only been reading it for, like, less than a week, and I have devoured almost 100 chapters. It's a seinen series, and the um, it is uh, written and drawn by a, a, a brother-sister pair, uh, you uh, no, it's written by a brother sister pair, Yuko and Shin Kibayashi, and drawn by uh, Shu Okimoto. Okay. And the drops drops of God. Basically, the concept of drops of God is about a a young man uh, named Shizuka Kanzaki, who works for a, a beer company. And he finds out the, uh, news about his father, his like his strange father who died. And his father was a world-renowned wine critic named Yutaka Kanzaki, okay. who owned a vast wine collection. Hmm. And uh, the the son uh, Shizuku is summoned by the by his late father's lawyer to this lavish mansion where the uh, part of the wine collection resides, essentially to hear the reading of his father's will. And Shizuku learns that in order to take ownership. Of the wine collection and the home, he must correctly identify and describe in the in the same manner of his late father thirteen wines. Uh, the first twelve are called the Twelve Apostles. Essentially, the the it's um, within the will, the father will describe a wine, either as a uh, he describes the first one. As like I find myself in a, a forest untouched by man, and the, I see ripe fruit hanging from the boughs of the trees, and in the center of this forest, there's a clear spring with two butterflies floating over the clear spring. And from that description alone, you must find the wine that brings forth the, that image into your mind. And he has to find all twelve oh my of them. God. And then, uh, but the twist, and the thirteenth one is. Supposedly, all 12 of these wines have some specific aspect that Kanzaki, uh, the late father, believed were some the, the best aspects of wine. And then the 13th one is called the Drops of God, which supposedly has all of these aspects, and he thinks is the perfect wine. Hmm. And But the twist is, is not only does he have to find these wines, but his late father adopted a man named Ise Tomine. Not too long before his death. And Ise Tomine is a genius wine critic. Almost equal to his late father. And the two are competing to see who will win the fortune of his <sighs> wine collection. <sighs> and the, the, son, uh, Utak, uh, the son has never actually tasted wine in his life. But he has a genius uh, sort of like sense of smell and taste because his father... Uh, often made him do uh, exercises to make him better at finding flavors and tastes, like licking pencils and sniffing leather 
and all this other hmm. shit. And it's about uh, him learning about the world of wine, finding out why his father loved wine so much, and how wine can connect people together. That sounds really interesting. Mm-hmm. And I did listen to everything, I, but all I hear is... Is every scene from Frasier where they're talking about wine? I mean, I I don't understand wine people. I I don't understand alcohol people in general, but I I don't understand wine people. I didn't get it either until I read this manga. <laughs> oh boy! Uh, the one of the things I actually really like about the manga is that it goes out of its way on multiple occasions to tell you that price is, and labels are not. They don't matter for shit. Yeah. Like, they, like, yeah, like, obviously the big name wines are, like, good wines, but, like, you don't need to pay out the nose to find a really good wine that can change your life. No. And also the art is, especially when, um, they find a really good wine, or especially when they find one of the the apostles, and they drink the wine and sort of, like, describe the wine's flavors as a sensory experience... The art is gorgeous. Okay. Uh, and I've learned way more about wine in the last, like, four or five days than I have in my entire life. <laughs> that, that is my favorite genre of manga. Mm-hmm. The one where the author is just like, I'm real interested in this thing, and I'm going to now info dump this into a manga. Yeah, that's literally what it is. Uh, what was that? Um, there was a manga about curry. Oh, yeah. Uh, that, that was like that. Or the manga about uh, bread. Yeah. That, that series was fucking wild. Yeah. The bread uh, one. Yakitake, Yakitake uh, Japan. Yeah. Uh, fucking wild. I was obsessed with that anime when I first saw it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, th- that is absolutely my favorite genre of manga. Honestly, can't recommend Drops of God enough. I'm going to bookmark that right now. I'm looking that up. It's also, the Japanese is Kami no Shizuku, but I think it's more commonly known as Drops of God. Yeah. Oh, this actually has really nice art. Yeah, it, its art is really beautiful. Yeah. It's a it's a monthly seinen. Yeah. All right, I've bookmarked. I'm gonna read that later. Yeah. Uh, let's see. That it for you? Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. All right, cool. Uh, my birthday was on the fourth. Happy I'm happy thirty-two be, belated fourth. Thank you. Uh, and so I bought myself an Xbox, and I have been playing UFC 4. <laughs> uh, no, not, I mean, I have, but I, I've also been going nuts on Elden Ring. Okay, uh, alright, yeah, that's yeah, what I thought. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I played, you, I love the UFC games so much, you don't even know. Like, th- those are damn good. They, they make just enough changes to the story mode and the character, like, evolution systems every release that's like this is good i like this mm-hmm. um uh and it always gets a little better really 
they're not quite at like the uh, NBA 2K, uh, a Spike Lee joint level story mode. God. Uh, <laughs> I'll God remember when the best friends did a playthrough of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh, it, it's not quite at that level. Uh, it is a little bit at the start, like the tutorial part of the story mode mm-hmm. does that a little. Right. Uh, but you never really hear anything out of your character's mouth. More like, yeah, okay, got it. Mm-hmm. Your coach is like the main character in that. He's as he's explaining shit. Anyway, uh, UFC four is good. Uh, check it out if you can, mm-hmm. or if you have any passing interest. Uh, Elden Ring, good. Elden Ring, very frustrating, but Elden Ring, good. Oh, uh, what kind of builds you going for? I'm. Doing a little bit of jack of all trades, uh, primarily arcane build. Oh, okay. You doing uh, the, the, but, the dragon stuff, or are you doing like uh, fucking bleed and shit? Bleed. Okay. Um. Uh. Though I I finally got enough faith to do dragon breath attacks. Mm-hmm. Uh. I have been abusing the uh, scarlet rock breath. Oh yeah, it's it's scarlet rock's still really good even after the patch. Yeah, uh, I am also a, a little casual bitch boy, and I constantly summon in other players be- for boss fights because I'm just, I'm not that good. Like I know I'm not. I don't have the. I would need a high dose of Adderall mm-hmm. to have the patience to get good at this game. Right. Um. But I'm good enough. Yeah, like good enough. I can beat bosses on my own. I'm really good at uh, NPC invasions. Ah. Th- those are the ones I really shine at. Boss battles, once they get to be, like, really big enemies, uh, like the, uh, the, Ur- the, the, um, the Erdtree avatars. Right. Uh, I'm... I, I spent, like, all afternoon just banging my head against that. Mm-hmm. Uh, with some in, in people. Uh, I'm really not that far in the game, though. Uh, yeah. Uh, have you not, have you fought a fucking, uh, what's his name? The first, the first lord? Oh, yeah, I, I beat, I beat Godric, what was it? Yesterday, I think? And Godric the Grafted. Yeah. So you're in, are you still going through Limgrave, or are you going to Lyrnia now? Oh, oh. Um, <laughs> uh, funny story about that, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've gone about this in the most roundabout way. I mean, it kind of that... lets you. Yeah. Uh, I, I did, I've only done two boss fights mm-hmm. outside of, like, dungeons or, like, field bosses. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's... Uh, Mar- Mer- Margit? Oh, Margit and Godric. Margit and uh, Godfrey. Or Godric. Godric, yeah. Too many G's, too many R's, and too many M's. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um, basically, I, I, when I started, I was like, I'm not going to round table hold until I have a Lord's Rune. Mm. Uh, and that sort of Hindered me for a while. I mean, yeah, you can't even upgrade your weapons. Oh, you can. Just only up to a point. Right. 
until you find EG. Right, the giant. EG can upgrade your weapons however far you want them to, as long as you got the stuff. As long as you got the stuff. So I've gone pretty far into Kaelid. I've explored all of Liurnia except for uh, the Academy. Uh, I, I'm still only in the first part of the Underground. I have not made it to Nokron or whatever. Um, Dunlimgrave. I just did uh, Castle Morn this morning. What, uh, uh, what weapon you rocking? Right now, I, I have been switching back and forth. Uh, there's a very good uh, sword, like a unique sword, mm-hmm. that you can, you're can you supposed to get by going through a dungeon in Kaelid, but you can totally Skyrim your horse mm-hmm. to it uh, from Mistwood, mm-hmm. which I did, and it's a good arcane sword. It's... Um, you know the the bell bearing guys? Oh, the fuck! Oh, the you got the the yeah that sword, yeah. The the single handed, the the one handed oh, version, not, the, big not one. the great sword. Got it. Yeah, the big one you have to get from a boss. Yeah. Uh, this is a uh, a straight sword version, which I I was using that for a while. I I leveled it up. I think to like to plus five or something. Right. No, plus four. It's plus four. Uh, it, it's okay. I've mostly been doing. Uh, twin blade with the uh, blood blade enchantment. Right, on it. yeah, that's really good. Uh, I like twin blade very fast. Blood blade's pretty good. Uh, you can proc bleed real fast. Mm. I've also been messing with uh, Reduvia and Misery Core. Mm. Uh, just because I like dual daggers. Yeah, yeah power stance uh, and daggers. Yeah, uh, and I also have. Uh, what. Spike, uh, Spike Cestus with a uh, life drain fist on it. Mm. For mo- I- I've had this for roughly two weeks, and most of the two weeks has just been me scouring the map for things I want. Mm-hmm. And, like, fashion hunting. Yeah. Have you, uh, did you get the. While you were in Kayla, did you grab the gut sword? No, I did not. Yeah. Uh, I'm not doing a strength build. Oh, you're doing dex, okay. Yeah. Um, I do need to build up my strength a little. I, those bell-bearing guys are kicking my ass. Mm. I still haven't beat one of them. Uh, and my buddy, yeah, my buddy was telling me, use a heavy weapon, just jumping attack, jumping R2, and, uh, But I don't have the strength to really wield many good heavy weapons. Heavy weapons, yeah. I really want to use a hammer. Uh, that that that's oh, the heavy weapon I want. I like. To use. I'm a big fan of the brick. Yeah, I want the brick. I I want a lot of weapons. Uh, but I I've mostly been. I like the twin blade. Mm-hmm. I'm my goal is uh, Eleonora's twin blades or Eleonora's blood blades. Mm. Uh, th- those are sort of my goals right now. Yeah, if you if you keep going uh, hammer, I'm I was always a big fan of the uh, fucking what are they called the 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 big horn that blows the bubbles. <laughs> the that hammer. Oh yeah, that's uh, that's I'm gonna wait. I gotta wait till I get to the city. For yeah, that. I know, but that thing's cool. Yeah, that is cool. 
Um, I'm not sure. I, I might do curved great swords though, just because they're still dex weapons. Oh yeah, fucking um, the, the I've got the bloodhounds. The, the dismounter. I've got dismounter as well. Uh, I was farming those Caden soldiers for a while. Yeah. Um. I'm a big fan of giant uh, curved swords. Yeah. I'm just because I need something heavy. Mm-hmm. I just need a heavy option in my pocket. Right. Uh. It's funny, I was uh, playing earlier today, and uh, I summoned in the same person like three times. Mm. Uh, no, 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 twice. I summoned them in twice. Um, and on the second time, they dropped a Lord's Rune. <laughs> and I, I was like, I know you're telling me I need to just go level. I know. But thank you. <laughs> I'm not going to turn down 50,000 souls. Yeah, I know. I know you're telling me I'm weak. I don't fucking care. (laughs) Uh, That's how I got to do Dragon Breath. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so yeah. uh, Elden Ring, good. Elden Ring, going to keep going at that for a while. I I need to pause on it, I think, a little. And... Uh, I have three months of Game Pass, uh, which I I was like I want I want to try this, mm-hmm. uh, and I want to make the most of it. that. That's how I'm playing UFC Four, uh, and so I also want to play uh, Gardens of the Galaxy and a couple other games that I would only have with Game Pass. Mm-hmm. So I might I might pause Elden Ring for a little bit. I don't know. Uh, that's it for me. I have not been in the mood to watch stuff lately. Okay. Uh, well, let's let's do upkeep. Uh, let let's Owl House start with Owl House. Yeah, we got two episodes, right? Oh, uh, let's see where the last one we talked about was. Wasn't it um, Hollow Mine? No, it was, so it was we Hollow. So we have three. It was Hollow Mine. So we have three. All right, Edge of the World. Uh, Kings of Titan. I called it. Okay. Yeah, you did. Fuck. Fucking called it. Yeah, shit, man. Just like I called the fucking Grimwalker thing. Yeah. I'm I'm feeling good. I'm feeling spry, feeling powerful. Hell yeah. Uh, Uh, Also, the implication that there are other Titans. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Like, that there used to be a lot of them? Yeah. Like, what happened? (laughs) I mean, obviously, they were hunted down and killed. But it's like... And what's the... And what? how is the Collector tied to all this? I have a feeling we're going to find that out in the next few episodes. Also, how (laughs) fucked up is it that Luz had Titan blood the entire time? Uh, yeah, I don't like thinking about it that way, but yeah. No, but I mean, you know. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Oh. And, uh, Uh, King King completely annihilating me with two words. Um, hi. Uh. 
My little son. My baby boy. He just wants to play he catch. He just wants to play catch and have a dad. Yeah. Come on, man. All the things we think are going to be malicious turned out to be benevolent, and all the things we thought were going to be benevolent turned out to be malicious, and that's fucked like up. Like Darius. Yeah. And then now this. Yeah. Maybe Hootie should have kept that letter swallowed. Also V. Oh, yeah, V. Hootie, Hootie should have kept that. Hootie, I'm glad yeah. Hootie swallowed that letter now. <laughs> yeah. But then again, King would have never found out he was a Titan in the first place. Yeah, that's important information. Uh, uh so Oof. let's move on to Labyrinth Runners. Gus. Uh, Gus. 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 I love I love Gus. This is Anxious King. Anxious King. This is the best Gus episode in the entire show. Absolutely. Not even close. No. Because I remember... Kind of has to care. He kind of has to share it with Hunter, but it still, doesn't this is the best it Gus doesn't episode. No. Because it, it, I remember someone made the joke when this came out that uh, they made that joke from fucking Avatar where it was like uh, that thing with Toph where she grabs Zuko. Oh, but yeah. But instead of Zuko, it's Hunter. Yeah. What, you got, all of you got to go on a life-changing journey with Hunter. Now it's my turn. <laughs> Which, I mean, uh, true. Yeah. Also, I, a lot of people, I remember before this episode was happening, everybody was um, complaining that Except for Looking Glass Ruins. Anytime Gus was involved in a plot or anytime he had a focus episode, he was... It was comedy. Like, yeah. the, our one, like, black lead is, yeah. is, like, 90% of the time just, like, a joke. Yeah. Which, I mean, that's legitimate criticism. Yes. And then, and then we finally got this episode. Which... It's the first Gus episode we had since the Looking Glass Ruins episode. Yeah. Which was what? Fucking f episode five of the season? Uh. Yes. 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 The Looking Glass Ruins was the episode five of season two. And he still had green hair. Fucked up. Yeah. I, I'll never yeah, get over it's really weird when me and Adrian were rewatching Owl House and getting to it. Watching like early Amity is weird. Yeah. Like uh, how it started, how it's going. Yeah. It's fucking wild. <laughs> um but this was a really, really good episode. Uh we got to see all the the fucking the, the detention kids and all the the kids from Hex I yeah. do shit and fucking Bump got to be a badass. Yeah, I keep forgetting his name's Bump. I know it's like some onomatopoeia, but. Mm-hmm. Like Bump yeah. of the Night. Yeah. Uh, with his glorious hair. <laughs> Why is he hot? Uh, cause cause it's Owl House. Yeah. Dana Terrace knows what I want. Yeah. If you're an adult, you have to be attractive. Those are the rules. Mm -hmm. Dana wants to make hot older people for everybody. Yeah. Hell and you yeah. know what? Thank you. Yeah. 
because too many shows don't have enough adult characters. Nah. nah. They're meant to be attractive. Well, I mean, they're also mostly supposed to be kids shows aimed at kids. Yeah, so you want to... Executives are like, well, you gotta have shows about kid entry points for the kids, so they gotta be about kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Labyrinth Runners. Mm-hmm. We've got two revolutions right now happening. Right. You got Hexide, Hexide's arming up, and then you got you've got cats. Cats. You've got the cats. I didn't agree to this name. <laughs> oh, Darius has quickly become my favorite. I love uh, Darius. Darius is great. I um, the uncle that I've always wanted. Yeah. So let, let let's get into Oh Titan Where Art Thou. Uh Okay. Okay. I feel like maybe the betting's closed on this, but what's the over under on Steve becoming a Tumblr sexy man? Um the betting is closed, but it's over. Okay. Uh he had his moment. It's it's like he he is a lot of people are drawn fan art of Steve. Okay. He is he is sexy. Okay. Um I I think my favorite thing about Steve in this was that uh, number one was that the shirt that says Steve is in the Supreme font. Yeah. And if you look close <laughs> his uh jack the back of his jacket says Bat Queen rules. Yeah. God, I love Steve. Steve's great. I'm like, yeah, for, like when we were watching that episode, it was like, yeah, 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 the loose and loose and fucking eater having a moment. Well, what about Steve and King though? Let's get back to that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm joking mostly, but like, I mean, okay, I. I was, and then the end, the the last scene, and that sort of occupied my brain mostly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I liked since what was it? What episode? since the the party for Lilith, Steve has sort of become. In my brain. Mm-hmm. Elsewhere and elsewhere. That's what it right. was. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Whatever. But, yeah. Let, let, let's talk about the actual important shit. Uh, I, I'm i just glad we get to see Ida letting herself be vulnerable. True. Yeah. Truly. Lord knows she needs it. Lord knows she needs it. Uh, Lilith sort of becoming... Her old self again around King was an interesting moment. Just realizing that she might have issues. Uh, she's got bootlicker syndrome. She's got bootlicker syndrome. She's constantly trying to please other people because she craves validation. Because yeah. she never got it. Yeah. Which. Somehow. Yeah. Sounds yeah. about right. Yeah. Uh, she's my favorite. I- she she's quickly become like 
not okay. Like I, I know I just called Steve quickly, become, but like in different ways. You know what I mean? Right. Uh. But yeah. Anyway, uh, uh we see yep. the revolution. The now. seed of revolution, and also we've only got two the more cast. episodes in this season, man. Yes, and then season three is supposed to premiere. I think it's rumored October of this year. Boy. Boy, am I not ready. I don't think we'll be seeing Owl House past this year. We won't. Yeah, because they've just, what is it, four specials? Four specials. For season three. Three specials. Three specials? Yeah, that'll be done by the... Unless they really space them out because they're assholes, which they are, and they probably will. Uh, mm-hmm. I really don't expect. I, I bet the last one will air sometime in December. <sighs> Only one way to find out, I suppose. Yeah, just have to be there. Have to wait and see. It's. I mean, obviously they lampshaded the whole fucking. The cancellation. You know what? That 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 lampshading really makes me realize is that my theory about why some of this stuff feels like rushed is maybe completely true like yeah. we gotta like we gotta go i do it i think it partially works for the story though because it sometimes you like this this is just it feels like they're scrambling and that is sort of how it would play out I right think. i don't think they would have the luxury of being able to have long planning periods. Right. But I wish we could... I don't want it to end. No, I wish we got that beach episode. Yeah. Like, man, I miss... I yeah, want it... Character development. I want to see more V adventures. We probably would have... Adventures. We probably would have gotten another V episode. Yeah. We also probably would have gotten... Um, fucking dana talked about when she showed off the beta design she was like maybe i'll do an au episode oh that would be so she had talked about it but like you know she never got to do it because you know show got canceled Uh... yeah what are you gonna do i guess i'm honestly just hoping that the show gets to answer most of its questions and it has a satisfying ending that's all i want like yeah. I, i'm not like i'm 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 expecting some things to just be left hanging unfortunately but as long yeah. as the ending is satisfying and all the the super important stuff gets answered i don't really care i will say this though um on the spectrum of Star vs. the Forces of Evil 2 Amphibia mm-hmm. on how an Isekai series can end. Mm-hmm. I kind of hope this falls in the middle. Mm. Because the Amphibia... I'm getting ahead of myself a little. The Amphibia finale really works. I think it is the better ending versus Star. Right. Uh, I, I think that's the more important lesson to teach in a, children, in a kid's show. Um... I, I just hope that I want there to be like 
Yeah, they can go back and forth. It's magic. Mm -hmm. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah. I mean, if it if the portals are powered by Titan's blood and you've got a Titan, maybe Titans are capable of portal magic naturally. I mean... Like, that That feels like yeah. a and, Deus Ex I mean, Machina. Also, once the, the Titan blood is in the portal, it's it's a stable portal that can function forever, as long as it's not damaged. That's true. As long true. as it's not damaged. That's true. So, like, yeah. Should be fine. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I can't wait for Saturday and more episodes. Yeah, final episode of this uh, season is going to be on the 28th, the final one. Goddamn. Yep. God Last damn. two episodes, Clouds on the Horizon and King's Tide. Oh, boy. I have a feeling that the final episode of this one is going to be a 40-minute one. I can see that. I have a feeling. Yeah. Let's move on to Amphibia now. Uh... <sighs> We've got all in to talk about as well. We've no, got... I know. We we're just gonna like. I don't think we just can. I don't think we just just could go. We need to go in order. I think we just we just talk about amphibia, man. Okay, I just need to know. Did we do the three armies last no. time? No. Okay, so all the way back there. Three armies okay. and all and all in in the final episode. Yeah. Okay. So. uh... Ooh. And can't solve racism. Okay. And can't and can't uh, solve racism. They have to solve it themselves. Yeah. Which I like. Uh, yeah. That that that's good. Um. Uh, and coming in. What if I ended racism? Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, fuck. And then everything after that is just climax, baby. Yeah. It. Oh man. So much. All right. So much happens. Yeah. Oh. God, I don't even know where to begin. Uh. Well, first off, uh. I think it's kind of fucked up that both Sasha and Marcy didn't get punished for that prank, but Anne did. Oh, I uh, mean, you know, I, yeah. I mean, writing an essay is not harsh punishment, but it's still like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. The, you know what the one that really resonated me with me was, was what? the, uh, when Anne started to realize, and also uh, me. At the same time, also realizing it is that Sasha and Anne never really tried to care about anything Marcy liked. Yeah. And I'm like, man, that's that's a mood. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking this girl has ADHD. She's she has a hype. She's hype. She's a hyperfixation. Yep. And then I know that feel. When you're, uh, you want to show one of your favorite things to somebody, and then it's like, oh, this is my favorite part, and I then they're not paying attention. Yeah. And it's just like, ouch. 
the, it makes that one scene where we saw Marcy again for the first time. Uh, and she said, remember that game I tried to get you to play with me, me called Creatures and Caverns? And she was like, uh, no. Yeah. It's like, ouch. Ow. Yeah. And then it's fucking hammered home by the, the core, really rubbing it in. Like, ah, according to our memories, maybe you weren't even really friends at all. Yeah. I, I honestly wish... We had gotten more with Marcy, but... Because out of the three girls, she gets the least. I really wish they had introduced her in season one. Yeah, or... Without merging the Mm storylines. Mm-hmm. You know... Or Or an episode of her... Sort of like a montage of her being in Newtopia. I mean, that's what I would have wanted from her season one appearances. Just develop uh, Lady Olivia, develop Andreas, develop uh, Yunin, mm-hmm. uh, develop Newtopia a little more. Before we, before and, we go there, yeah. Yeah. And you develop Marcy more. Mm-hmm. Um. And you could have her narratives completely differed, and you could start seeing more of... Yeah. You know what I'm saying. I know what you're saying. At least one episode of, like, a montage of Marcy's time in Utopia before Anne showed up. Like, that would add so much. Like, that one flashback scene you saw where Marcy met Andrews for for the first time, that alone added a lot to her character. Yeah. And it also added a lot to Andreas's character... Which yes. Andrea how do I They didn't What's the word Re... Andreas hasn't been redeemed but he's on his way. You... Yeah. I think that's what they're going for is that like Andreas uh He is remorseful. He is remorseful and he's trying to make things right. But yeah. that doesn't mean he's been forgiven yet. No. Which I like. I, yeah. I think that... And one of Amphibia's other messages is... Uh, this is especially... This is especially hammered home when Sasha tried to talk to Anne about... Um, should we even forgive Marcy after what she did? And also Sasha's own development as a character. About how much are you willing... To forgive people. Yeah. And how much are you willing to let them, you know, be better? Yeah. And what's the... Also, that redemption isn't about forgiveness. It's about trying to be a better person. Right. There needs to be an effort made to yeah. actually be a better person. Whether you're forgiven yeah. or not. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, go on. It's about a genuine desire to be better, to do better. Mm-hmm. Which is, like, a big part of... Like, Sasha's entire character arc is just that. Yeah. Which is, which is why I liked it so much that Sasha was the one who fought Darcy. Yes. Because 
it was like Sasha struggling with the idea of can I forgive Marcy, but then realizing that like I was forgiven and I was allowed to to change. I think yeah. Marcy should also have the same chance while also being confronted with her own old self. Yeah. And I don't know which of the three girls I like the best. I don't think you need no, no. to have a one you like the best. No, like. I, I'm just saying, like, if I had, like, if you made me pick a favorite, I couldn't. Mm, That's yeah. what I'm trying to say, I guess. Mm. Uh. But. Can you believe Andreas was a cyborg the whole time? <laughs> Man! What a twist! <sighs> that, that's all they need. Damn, that, that's all that they needed to do to make me like him again. He's a cyborg! He's a cyborg. I love cyborgs! Also, that scene with where he. what the letter was really good. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. <sighs> I, it's just again. I, I like that they weren't trying to say that he deserved to be forgiven, but like he was making an effort. No. Yeah. Which I liked. Like his his whole thing yeah. at the end, where it was like he's basically an exile trying to like. You know. Uh. Make amends. The way Matt Braley worded it on his Twitter, he he tweeted about it a little bit. Uh, someone posted a, a like a fan comic of uh, Andreas, like end scene Andreas, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, Bra- Matt Braley replied to it and basically okay, I'm going to see if I can actually pull up the exact tweet because uh, it would be better if I could just read it. Quote tweet. Yeah. Uh... I like a lot of tweets, though, so this may take a minute. Uh, it... But, yeah, it... Uh... Where, where... In the meantime, uh... Let's talk about the ending. Uh... I I briefly mentioned that, like... It, it's the antithesis to the star versus the forces of evil. Like, instead of the world's... F- Here we go. Found it. Uh, let me see. Quote yeah, finish, yeah, finish your thought, though. Yeah. Uh, like, things aren't always going to work out the way you want them to. They're not going to work out the best. Uh, which is what star versus the forces of evil's ending was it was everything conveniently working out in a way in which no one had to say goodbye but sometimes you have to say goodbye and and that's what this episode it's is. not just that it's like because it, this is true of like both sprig and like mark like Anne's other friends with that episode is that like distant physical like distance won't change how someone lives in your heart and how much you care about them. Which yeah. is, like, the, you know, the and, overall message. 
Yeah. And you may reconnect with them later. Like with... Marcy and... Marcy and Sasha and Anne in the epilogue. But... There's some that... They'll be with you forever. Just not in body. Not physically. You may never be able to contact them again, but... They're in your heart. They'll they'll have changed you forever. Yeah. And like I like that. It's a it's a yeah. good bittersweet message about growing up especially. Like you're gonna meet a lot of people in your life and some yeah. of them are gonna leave a humongous impression on you, but you yeah. might never see them again after a certain point despite yeah. everything how yeah how about Anne turning down like doing the i'm you know, i was gonna be the, gone them, <laughs> yeah oh. uh i'm just breaking the trope of a, someone far too young taking on far too much of a responsibility i, I love the comic uh, like and god and hovering over a deathbed and going all right i forgot about this <laughs> Uh, Fucking you! I'll see you seventy nine years from now. Wait, hold on. Are you saying I'm gonna die when ah? Uh, die when she's a <laughs> and will live to be, according to everybody's calculations, ninety one years old. Okay, that's all. Yeah. I, hey, good run. Yeah, yeah, that's a good, a good run. run. Uh, anyway, the tweet was um, mm. the comics basically about uh, how Andrews's vision is failing and how he just wants to read the letter one more time. Mm. Uh, and then Matt Braley's uh, quote tweet is, I'm so glad that viewers caught on to this, but yes, Andreas's vision is failing after the time skip. He refused all future implants repairs and will spend whatever time he has left healing the land. So it's not so much exile as it is he's just wandering. He's a wanderer. He, it's like, it's, yeah. Yeah. He's Johnny Appleseed. Which I like. It's like, yeah. I've, I've forced my... I've forced this penance upon myself. Yeah. I want to replant everything. Also, I don't know if you noticed the uh, the thing with Andreas when he crushed the crown. Um, it's the exact I... same line that Anne said to Sasha in season one. Uh, when the chorus like, what are you doing, Andreas? Something I should have done a long time ago, standing up to you. Which is oh. the exact same thing that happened yeah. with, uh, with Anne and Sasha. Yeah. I was how fucked up is it that like the original Anne did just die and the one in the epilogue is a is a copy. It it's the Star Trek tr- transporter phenomena. It, it don't don't think about it too hard. No, no, man. it is fucked up though. Yeah. And, and, and Anne casually like, "Well, I'm going to have some existential dread about that." Yeah. Which, yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, and fucking the uh, I loved how uh, the the big final transformation was like, wow, this man, someone watched Magical Night Ray Earth. Yeah, it just straight up just we, we I gotta watch Magical Night Ray Earth now. Mm-hmm. I've never fucking seen it. I mean. Matt Braley wears the I love anime thing on his sleeve. Oh, this show is so fucking anime. It's... In the 
best way it can. I mean, Marcy be. straight up says like, "This is the coolest and the most anime thing that has ever happened to me." <laughs> that whole fight sequence is beautiful. God it's damn! It's also like that shot of um when Anne fires the the cat missiles. That's straight up a uh, Gunbuster reference. Yeah. Like, there's so much. And then there's, like, the... What, what's it called? Uh, a Mizutani Hurricane oh, no, oh, or whatever? Oh, fucking Itano Circus? Itano Circus. Man, I can never remember that yeah, term. Yeah, it's literally just the, the missile spam thing that started in started yeah. that cross, and it was this specific animator, Itano, made it, like, a thing. Yeah. I know. I, I know that... I just can never remember the name. I'll, I'll always uh, remember it. Uh, yeah. Um, And then fucking... I I don't know if I need the spin-off of Sprig and fucking uh Polly and, and I, Ivy. I don't know and I don't know if I need it, but I mean if I get it I'll be happy. I need it. I, I don't need it, but I'll be happy if if I don't get it. If I get it, right? Like yeah, it, the I know. story I honestly there are very few stories that can say I wouldn't change a thing about the ending. It's perfect. Yeah. Also, uh, just so just so we're clear, Sasha Waybright canonically bisexual. Woo! Yes. Woo! Yes. I think Braley also said she is a youth counselor. Yeah, she mentioned that when she was talking with Marcy. Oh, she did. Okay, like, she's that's a psychologist. Yeah, she's, a, she's a counselor for kids. Yes. That's right. That's right. I thought there was. She's, yeah, I, I only watched it once. Yeah, uh, uh, I trying to. And then, Marcy, nothing changes, huh? No. Just trips you know, over nothing. Some. Yeah. No. That. No. Sometimes you just know who you are. By <laughs> God, remember in the. The important things Remember change. In the final but... battle, when she just tripped over a fucking space rock. Like, yes. how? How do you do that? Yes. Uh... Like, how? How is that possible? I don't. Oh, God. Oh, man. Also, Yunnan and fucking uh, Lady Olivia. Gay. Yay. Fucking. I love these gay newts. Yep. Wish we got more gay, but you know what? I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah, that's all I can really. Uh, fuck. The, when we were going, when we were getting to the, the, um, the goodbyes part, I was like, I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to cry. Oh. I'm not going to cry. <laughs> and then, <laughs> spraying against the world. <laughs> ah! Yep. Oh. I was already crying before that part. Like, I was holding it back. I was like, nope, not gonna cry. And then it just, like, no. poured forth like a fucking a dam breaking. Yeah. Absolutely devastating. Yeah. I was real close to crying when um, Marcy said goodbye to Andreas and he said, take care of yourself, kiddo. Yeah. Uh, uh. I also loved fucking um, Sasha and Crimes. Oh, yeah. Just you go find them and tell them I will when I pick up the broken pieces of my heart. 
<laughs> I love Grimes. I love oh. Grimes. I love Grimes. That fucking toad. He's so good. I love him. He needs, but he'll never play the harp again. Never play the harp again. No. Um, I also think that like we mentioned this thing with the Mar with Marcy, right? Where I I think the creators are kind of implying it too, where Marcy was like, "I wish I got to know you two better." It's like he, oh, that feels like there was intention for there to be yeah. some stuff, but there just wasn't enough time. Yeah, I mean, which is understandable. But I mean, you know, yeah. what are you gonna do, right? Wait, you got a call That's coming a in there? Sorry about that. Text. Okay, it's all good. No, oh, okay. Just a reminder to take out the trash. Oh, okay. But anyway, um, yeah. It's a fucking. Fantastic show! I hope we get the spinoff. Uh, I really, to what, really I'm want. looking forward to what Matt Burley does next. Yes. Whatever it is. Uh, speaking of things we're looking forward to, actually, uh, Toby Jones has something oh. brewing. Uh, Toby Jones of uh, OKKO, uh, like he was one of the other big people uh, there. Uh. Uh, it's been posting a little bit here and there. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what he's got. He's got cooking. Okay, looking forward to that. Uh, um, I'm just gonna repeat my fucking tweet that I said on Amphibia. Uh, okay. I I say this with no hyperbole. That Amphibia is one of the best animated shows I've seen in the last ten years. Oh, absolutely. Not even close. No. I would put it up there with, like, Avatar The Last Airbender. Definitely. One of the best animated shows ever made. And Definitely. It, it, it is really wild how Amphibia starts and how it ends. Yeah, it's fucking... S silly crazy. Frog Show. Suffering. <laughs> uh, only suffering with that said uh. only suffering with that said uh, I think that's all we have to say about Amphibia for the moment I'm sad to see it go that this will be our last upkeep coverage of it mm -hmm. um, uh, we're looking unless we got the spring uh, unless we got the spring cut off I'm, I mean, honestly, it, the spring off. off. If we do get the spinoff, my money is on it being a comic. Yeah, probably. Which I'm not gonna complain about. No. Something, something, right? Yeah. They are releasing Marcy's journal, and they are trying to cram that full of more inform interesting tidbits, oh, like some lore. Yeah. Looking forward to that. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, with that, uh, before we go to break, 
Uh, last bit of uh, interesting news. Uh, Nick All Star Battle has announced three more characters. Hmm. Uh, Jenny, XJR yeah. hey, just XJ released. XJ Nine. Sorry, I was never really. I never really watched a lot of that show. Um. Uh, yeah, XJ Nine, Jenny. Uh, Hugh Neutron. Uh, was announced. Gonna fucking send it. Send you to the Shadow Realm, Jimbo. It's just <laughs> down the street, you know, next to the restaurant. Well, hey there, Jimbo. Well, hey there, Jimbo. Uh, pie for everyone. <laughs> uh, and then Rocco. Rocco was announced. Mm-hmm. Uh, mostly just excited about Hugh. I love Hugh. Still wish they had voice acting in that game. That goddamn game. Yeah, the the fucking the Warner Brothers one does. Yep, uh, that looks fucking wild. I can't believe we got uh, Ultra Instinct Shaggy. I don't know whether to be very into that or very, like, oh, why do you listen to memes, corporations? Because we, you know, we know. It's like yeah. that Arby's fucking Twitter account, right? Oh, God, yeah. How do you do, fellow kids? We know the memes. Yeah. <sighs> How dare you try to appeal to me, corporation? But they did. They did pull out the heartstrings with Superman and the Iron Giant teaming up. Yeah. Like that. That's just. Ooh, you got me. Yeah. It was calculated. That's why it worked. Well, call me. God damn Call it. me when fucking uh, somebody from Catstone dances in the game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, give it about ten updates. Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked. When they have run out of characters to put in there, we'll get Catstone dance. Yeah. And they'll be the ice cli- It'll be the two of them. It'll be the, it'll be the ice climbers. No, I want it to be Darla Dimple and the fucking butler. That would be very good. But I, I just... Yeah, that would be uh, very Max. good. Like, you, it's just you're playing as Max and, like, she's sitting on his shoulder, like, pointing and, like, directing him to do stuff. That would be very good. Love that. Uh, anyway. Get at me when Freakazoid's in it. That is more likely than Castone Dance. Same with yeah. the, the fucking the, the uh, Animaniacs. Yeah, oh yeah, Animaniacs. Hysteria. Mm-hmm. Lunatics Unleashed. Uh! <laughs> I just took psychic damage. <laughs> Imagine if they had access to every show that ever aired on Kids WB, because then you'd also have Yu-Gi-Oh and Pokemon. Cubics. Cubics. Oh God, Cubics. Uh, Static Shock. Tech. Static Shock. Uh, that's likely. He's DC, yeah. Yeah. Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman, and Harley Quinn are mm-hmm. in it. Like that's pretty likely. Uh, oh. 
Mindy Kaling also showed off a bit of her Velma series that's targeted towards oh, adults yeah. on HBO yeah, Max. I saw, I saw some stuff from that. Yeah, that could be interesting. I've been uh, wanting a Velma spinoff for a while. That was like what I wanted about Velma and Daphne. Uh, kind of looks like Daphne's in it. Yeah. There's a redhead in that one screenshot yeah. we saw. I assumed that was Daphne. Yeah, I guess we'll just have to see, huh? Yeah. Uh. Like Velma has deserved her own series for a long time. Yeah. So we'll see, right? We'll see. Uh, what else? There, there was something else. Uh... Nope. Okay. Yep. We're going to take a short break, and when we get back, we're going to get into 1994's The Critic. It stinks! We'll see you then. All right. Let's, uh, let's get into it. Hi, I'm New York film critic Jay Sherman, and this is Coming Attractions. <laughs> uh, so, as much as I don't love this show anymore, I love Jay Sherman. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's where Hachi Machi comes from, and that's such a satisfying thing to say. Yeah. Uh, did you? Want yeah, to do yeah. The... I'll do it. Don't worry. Okay, it was created was... by Al Jean and Mike Rice. Reese. Uh, they Al Jean. If you've watched The Simpsons, you'll have seen his name there. Yeah. Like yeah. Uh, but he's also responsible for other things. Like he he's uh, quite prolific. Quite mm-hmm. prolific. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, he did the it's Gary Shandling's show, Homeboys in Outer Space, Teen Angel, The PJs. Oh, God, yeah. The PJs. Uh, he... I forgot that yeah. was a show. Uh, he has... He's done a lot. He, he wrote uncredited, but... He did write on uh, Airplane 2, the sequel. Uh, <laughs> he wrote one episode for the TV series version of 9 to 5. Uh, yeah, he... He, uh... He, he, he's done a lot. He, he's, uh... Prolific. Right. Anyway. <clears throat> Mike Rice. Race. Uh, let me see what he's got under his belt. Uh, he also did Simpsons. He also did... Yeah, the Simpsons. Uh... The Oblongs. Oh, yeah. I, I do, like too. I have not watched it in at least ten years, but... No, less than that, but... He, also, he, he did, uh, the Horton Hears a Who movie, the yep. one with Jim Carrey. Uh, he did... Nick Jr. Network a, Bumpers. Yeah. Sorry, go on. He was a story consultant on that. He's been a story consultant and screenwriter on... That's sort of like his thing for most things yeah. that he's done. Uh, Teen Angel. Oh. He also did Gary Shandling's show. Uh, yeah. Uh, 
He was a uh, oh, he was one of the screenwriters for the Simpsons. Yes. A uh, lot of other people did writing work on here. Uh, I think the most well known of who would be uh, Judd Apatow. Oh. Uh, he he only did two episodes, but still. Uh, right. There's a lot of people who only did one or two episodes. So yeah. Uh, yeah, a lot of great, a lot of great voice actors. Yeah, you got guy. John Lovitz as Jay Sherman. Uh, you got Nick Jameson, uh, Maurice LaMarche, Nancy Cartwright, Christine Cavanaugh, uh, Garrett Graham, Doris Grau, Judith Ivey, Charles Napier, uh, Kath Susie, Kat Susie, uh, Valerie, Valerie Levitt, uh, Park Overall, Russi Taylor, uh, Tress McNeil, Brenda Vaccaro. Gene Shalit as Gene Shalit, uh, Michael Carrington, uh, Jimmy Breslin, Rex Reed, Rhea Perlman, Billy Crystal, Janeth Leon, Dan Castellaneta, Pamela Reed, Steve Allen as Steve Allen, uh, Bob Costas as Bob Costas, Rod McEwen as Rod McEwen, Phil Hartman as Adolf Hitmaker. <laughs> Uh, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar Geraldo Geraldo Rivera is Geraldo Rivella Rod Steiger is Rod A lot of people playing themselves including June Lockhart uh, Moving away from that topic To more voice actors Sam McMurray Morwenna uh, more Banks Todd Luizzo Milton Berle Roger Ebert Adam West Margaret Cho uh, Ricky Lake, Gene Siskel, Queen Latifah, and Judd Apatow as Jay Leno. Thank you for the lovely intro, Laser. Now on coming attractions, we're talking about the Acme Podcast Incorporated movie, and you won't believe who they paid a million dollars to play Laser Janus. Thanks for saying my last name, which I've never said on this podcast before. Well, we yeah. can cut it out. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Keep going with the joke, though. You won't believe Jose paid a million dollars to play Seth laser. Rogen. No, the joke was that it was always fucking out the Remember? Sorry. Uh, he, they made that joke like three yeah, times. No, Al Pacino was a common punchline. I can't believe I'll do, I'll do this movie, but I must be I must be played with my Costa. God, this movie, not this movie, this show. Listen, if you didn't grow up in the nineties, no, so many of these jokes just do yeah, not. Yeah, it 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 is very stuck in its time. Uh, early Simpsons. Which is a direct comparison. It's an appropriate direct comparison. Has managed to yes. age better, with a couple exceptions. Uh, because mm. it was more or less timeless. Like, yeah, okay, George H. Bush showed up on the show. Uh, Michael Jackson showed up on the show. And we've had flashbacks to... Homer and Marge being teenagers in three different decades at this point. Uh, yeah. 
<laughs> uh, they've been teens in the 70s. They've been teens in the eight in the 90s. They've been teens in the 2000s. I think to 2000s. I'm not mm-hmm. sure about that. Uh, but for the most part, it's aged better uh, because they've kept it timeless. This is just commenting on stuff that's in the 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 papers, stuff that's in the entertainment the- section of the paper. There's so much of this that's like, unless you were in that zeitgeist, it just, there's yeah. no joke. Like, there's absolutely no no joke at all. And the, the better jokes in the show are either uh, the movie parodies of movies that are like timeless yeah. movies that are like still talked yeah. about. Like, the... the I think the the joke the joke that made me laugh the most was actually in the first episode when he talked about that movie about Arnold Schwarzenegger playing a rabbi, yeah. <laughs> and he w- and the the bit where it was like eat lead rabbi, and he said that's not bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was yeah, funny. This show has a lot of jokes that hit really good it has more mm-hmm. that don't um yeah it's it's a real hit yeah. or miss a lot of the time unfortunately uh, and a lot just did not age well uh it, it not no, it, it's a lot of a, it wasn't really cool then it wasn't cool then to say it mm-hmm. but they said but you could get away with saying it then but right. now we care more and yeah, that's and where like, my regret comes it's, it's, from. Yeah, it's a lot of like, uh, uh, fucking, I'm not gay jokes. Yeah, and there's several <sighs> real tra- bad transphobic yes. jokes. The the I'm not gay jokes are specifically because it's John Lovitz, and that's th- things he's been getting. People have been like, thinking he's gay since he was on SNL, like since he made a name for himself. He just has right. what people think. Not that that makes the jokes any better. It doesn't. Mm-hmm. But yes, it. I don't know. It's an explanation, not mm-hmm. an excuse. And then the other jokes that are like, "Don't stop!" Like, get it? He's yeah. fat. Yeah. yeah. It's like okay, that it was. It, some of those are funny, but you can only be. It can only be funny some yeah. of the times. Like, some of the funnier stuff is, again, like, it's the parody, it's making fun of, like, the actors, and a lot of the stuff that's more, like, non-sitcom yeah. plots. Um, and honestly, I think my favorite episode, which I wish the show did more of, which was the one where he thought his hairdresser was his mother? Yes. Like, some stuff that's like, yeah, there's comedy in this episode, but that's also, like, an attempt at, like, yeah. being genuine. Which I wish there was yes. more of. Uh, I think my favorite jokes, still, are anyone that involves Maurice LaMarche doing is George Orwell. Wait, George mm-hmm. Orwell. Not George Orwell. Ah, uh, they're even better raw. 
that's not his fuck what is that guy's name the guy who voiced brain no i know maurice lamarche uh it, it was maurice lamarche there we go Orson Welles. Welles. I don't know why I always get Orson Welles and George Orwell confused. I mean, to be fair, similar. Yeah. Like, the Orwell and the Orson Welles. Yeah. Like, yeah, I get it. No, that's that's yeah. understandable. But yeah, Orson Scott Card gets mixed up in there, too, pretty well. But th- that that's yeah. two people with the same first name. Same uncommon first name. Mr. Welles, this is not a fish stick commercial. Yeah. Uh. Uh. <laughs> and to be frank, um, I if you want to watch a comedy show that is a lot of its comedy relies on time sensitive parody, Animaniacs yeah. is, be- is better because it it had to be kids friendly, so it avoided a lot of the bad, bad, bad attempts at humor. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the jokes yeah. aged better. Although there were some off-color jokes in Animaniacs. Yeah, but none of them were, like, offensive. No, they weren't. They were just like, man, I can't believe they yeah. got away with that. Freakazoid. I found Prince. <laughs> I found Prince. No, no, fingerprints. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't, yeah. I don't think so. Uh... Freakazoid, Freakazoid was... too. I I know you don't like Freakazoid, Freakazoid as much. I I I I don't like Freakazoid as much, but Freakazoid is still yeah. really funny. It's just that Freakazoid, they they the, the creators of Freakazoid said it themselves when they made Freakazoid, was that they didn't care about anything other than did it make yeah. us laugh. It's like we weren't trying to make jokes for anybody other than us. Yeah. And that's like, on the one hand, I respect it, but well, on the other Well, because it's not hand. the show they wanted to make in the first place. They wanted to make The Creeper. Yeah, they wanted to make The Creeper, and then, like, then you know... Then Steven Spielberg got in the way, some... and was like, no, just make it funny. Some some jokes, like, there's a lot of jokes in Freakazoid that are, I quote a lot. Like, uh, you know, if you look out the right window, you'll see the right <laughs> wing. Ooh. And if you look out the left window, <laughs> you'll see the left wing. Ah. Or fucking, um. Uh. Cosgrove? How are you with girls? Nah, I don't date. I'm never gonna get married either. Because if, if I don't get married, you can't have roast beef. Well, Cosgrove, you can be married and have roast beef. Nothing's stopping you. You know, I never thought about it that way. <laughs> hey, hey, Freakazoid, you want to go watch a bear ride a unicorn? Do I? Do I? <laughs> <laughs> Do I? Do I is the line I... Oh. Earlier this week, uh, my boss walked into my workshop, and I was just making... Mm. I thought he was going to be like, hey, what are you doing? I was like, so I just start telling him what I'm making. He's like... Alright, you want to fire a cannon? Do I? <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Boy, do I. Uh, that was fun. Oh, oh, God, you know, 
I am reminded of another joke that actually cracked me up in the critic when, and that was um in, in that same episode I was talking about with where you found out the about the mom, uh, or thought his the hairdresser was the mom. Uh, when he went to the, the orphanage and was like, you only get to ask three questions. And then he was like, am I Jewish? What do you I think? I knew it! <laughs> I knew it! Uh, yeah. Oh, God. It's like, like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, it, it's the 90s. Of course the show about the, the fucking uh, putts living in New York who, like, has no social life is a, like... Every Jewish character back then was just this yeah. guy. But also, John Lovitz is Jewish. And oh, Jay yeah, Sherman no, is, is just but John Lovitz. He just is John Lovitz, but like every fucking Jewish yeah. character no. in the 90s was just this guy. Hey, Kai, I know. Yeah. I, I know. know. I know you know. I know you know. You know yeah. better than I do. Uh, because I was looking for the Jewish characters. Uh... But yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I don't. I don't really have anything else to say. It's just like I, I really liked the show when I was fifteen. Yeah, there's also something to say for like, boy, you can feel how this was prototype Family Guy. Yes. A lot of cutaway gags. Yes. Oh, you know what I always liked about this, actually? You could tell mm. that a lot of the people who worked on this were also working on Hey Arnold. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I remember people were saying that there's some stuff about, like, oh, this is the same universe. It, it definitely does there's feel like that. Because, like, it just... It looks like Hey Arnold. It's the way cities are drawn in Hey Arnold. A lot of characters look like they do in Hey Arnold. Uh, it yeah. 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 Same saw yeah. same people. And same animation team. Especially in season two. Yes. Season two it was the like, most, yeah. Like that like the girlfriend is like that's just a Hey Arnold yeah. character. Uh, fucking, what was her name? The the country girl. I like. Yeah, she was one of the better characters. She's one like again, and when there was episodes about her and her relationship with, uh, fucking Jay, I liked those episodes, and I also really liked his relationship with his sister. Yes. Like at any time that like the show made any attempt to be genuine, I actually liked it, and I kind of w- I think the show would have been better off if while it's, it could still stick with its parodies and comedy but if it made more attempts to be it it often feels like it didn't know what it wanted to be yeah exactly uh, like it feels a lot of time where it's like uh at first this is an excuse to make movie parodies yeah and then other times it feels like we're trying to be uh seinfeld or fucking fraser other times we're trying to be the simpsons yeah it it we don't know what. We it really, do. what it really feels like is ABC approached Al Jean and, uh, I forgot his name. Uh, uh Mike Grace oh, Mike approached Rice. Al Jean and Mike Grace and said, hey, can you make lightning strike twice? Uh, because mm-hmm. they needed to get in on the adult animation. This was ABC, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, it was ABC, then it was on Fox, then it was on Comedy Central. (laughs) And in fact, they, like, I did, I didn't really watch the webisodes other than one bit from where it was like, I, now I'm Jay Sherman returning from a hit show from, like, I have a hit show on ABC, smash cut to him being kicked out of the (laughs) ABC office. And of course, my, and my hit run on Fox kicked out of the Fox offices. (laughs) And of course, and obviously, Comedy Central. Start and do it one more time. Yep. Uh, I'm like, all right, that's funny. So, the first time uh, I actually saw the critic was the webisodes that I watched in my math classroom on Shockwave.com. Oh. <laughs> in 2001. No, dude, I remember when, I remember, that when we were fucking theater class, I remember the, when the teacher was away, we snuck under her computer, and, and, and one of the, the fucking quote-unquote cool kids was like, yo, have you guys seen this video? And showed us the fucking Six Flags Spider-Man fucking oh. video on, on Newgrounds. What year was that? Uh, I was in middle school... I was like twelve, so that was like eighteen years ago. Okay. So yeah, that was like early two okay. thousands. I remember three things. Yeah. It was two thousand four, two thousand three. Okay. This was two thousand one. I'm pretty sure. Maybe two thousand two. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was sixth grade. Might have been seventh. Um, mm-hmm. It was the critic webisodes. It was, and this is relative to our next show, uh, uh, Death Star Clerks, which was de- mm. just cl- rehashing Clerks jokes with from the movie with two uh, stormtroopers in a Death Star convenience store, uh-huh. and then uh, Jay and Silent Bob were. Uh, Sidious and Maul lookalikes. Jay being yeah, Jay being Maul right. and Sidious being Bob, uh, which should have been that, reversed, that, really. But that's yeah, all right. Uh, and then the other thing was, it was a flash game. It was King of the Hill paintball. Oh God, I remember there was like one Flash website with games on it that. Worked in my school's comp- worked on my school's computer. A lot of time they would block yeah those kinds of sites on my school's computer system, but one worked and it was GameMonkey.com. I remember playing a uh, fucking Adventure Quest mm-hmm. and uh, God, all kinds of shit yeah. on there. <sighs> Good times. The two thousands internet was it was better a different time. It okay okay uh, was okay, it? okay okay. In some respects, it was better, not necessarily on what was there, but I really prefer the time before social media. Mm. I don't really. I use social. I use Twitter. I use Facebook. I use Instagram. Whatever. But I really liked when me going on the internet was not just me going to Twitter. 
It was me, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to check my usual. I'm going to check the 10 web comics I follow. I'm going to go look at DeviantArt. I'm going to go look at fanfiction.net. I'm going to go look at all these other sites. Now I just scroll through Twitter, and then I scroll through eBay. You described what I do, still. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, the problem is I don't really... I haven't used DeviantArt in years, because I have... Well, except for the DeviantArt thing, I never. Yeah, read I don't read fanfiction. But just anymore. replace DeviantArt, replace DeviantArt with fucking um, fur affinity. Fair enough. But fanfiction.net slash slash archive of our own. I, I guess what I really miss is just like fan pages versus mm. people just going to someone's Twitter or someone's Tumblr. I, I missed a time before aggregate. Before it was all aggregated, I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, on the one hand, it made it easier for people to make those sorts yeah. of things. But you also had to know HTML. Didn't, yeah, people who didn't know how to do web yeah. design. Yeah, same with YouTube, yeah. right? Well, okay, no, YouTube, before Google bought it, I agree, YouTube was great. Because, uh, mm-hmm. jeez, fuck. I remember trying to get quick time to work on my shitty, shitty G3 iMac. Hmm. Ugh, whatever. Okay, sorry. Critic. Well, I mean, it's... What else is it to say? We're talking about... Uh, a certain period in time, which, yeah. I mean, you know, the critic was of its time. Yeah, so, hey. and uh, the next one's also of that time, uh, the time we've just been talking about, because Clerks, I don't even feel like taking a break, let's just jump right into it. Because it's, it's, how do you, how do you have six episodes of a show? It got how? canceled. <laughs> No, but it, but it, but like, how do you have six episodes and know you're being canceled? Uh, that's what I want to know because clearly that last episode was like, oh, you knew you were being canceled. They could have been working on the uh, like the South Park schedule that they used to use, where um, like episode yeah, was done the day before it aired. They worked on an episode a week, basically, because this right. is just flash, like early, not that impressive not unimpressive like it's it, it's good animation it's not like sakuga but it, the, the the character designs were done by uh fucking what's his name steven yeah. silver yeah. who did uh yeah. possible i think he also did i think he also worked on denny fan probably too. it certainly looks like both of those uh, oh yeah he did yeah. yeah i'm just like i'm looking at his thing now yeah he totally yeah. did uh the only part oh. of this show I will defend is its second episode from a conceptual level. Oh, the fucking, uh, the clip show flashback episode, but they flashback, but the only episode they have is the yeah. one episode, so they flashback to the first yeah. episode. That, I also like the Charles Barkley jokes. Get out of here, Charles Barkley. We talk about science. <laughs> and they actually got Charles Barkley for that. <sighs> Scooch to the nukes. <laughs> Scooch him. Uh, I... You know, it's really funny. I've never seen... Really? Clerks. 
never. I've seen uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back and Dogma. Okay, Dogma's very good. But I, I'll that. I, yeah, I like Dogma. <clears throat> I've never seen. I've never seen Clerks. Uh, Clerks was my introduction to Kevin Smith. Hmm. Uh, I remember seeing in Blockbuster all the time. I was like, this looks like a cool kid movie. Uh, and it, but my definition of what a cool kid was, was not like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. My, my whole experience with Kevin Smith is, again, Dogma, Jan Song, Bob Strike Back, and, um, A Night with Kevin okay. Smith. Okay, Night with Kevin Smith's good, too. Yeah, I've I, I, I was recommended yeah. that because I remember back in the day when I was um watching um fucking uh, James Rolfe pretty yeah. religiously, he he talked about one of his favorite films was A Night with a uh, Night with yeah. Kevin Smith, uh, which I did like. I haven't watched it in a long time, but at the time I I did. Really yeah, like it. Uh, when I was see this, I didn't watch when I was. When it like was airing, I I I watched this in high school, because uh, high school is when mm-hmm. I really like from age fifteen through like twenty five. I was super into Kevin Smith. Uh, saw everything mm-hmm. he put out. Uh, owned a lot of it on DVD, honestly, uh, including this. Uh. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm, I'm well versed in the View Askew verse. Hold on, Alec Baldwin was Leonardo. Leonardo, yes. fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess I shouldn't be too surprised. Fucking Charles Barkley is yeah. in this. Gilbert Gottfried played Jerry Seinfeld and Patrick Swayze. Yep. What a choice. I mean, yeah. Yeah. A lot of people just played themselves, like Gwyneth Paltrow and James... No, James Woods is a different guy, but, like... It's uh, It's because Kevin Smith knows people. Yeah, and people like Kevin Smith. (laughs) Studios don't, but people do. Yeah, people do. He's one of those guys that, like, everybody kind of knows him, but, like... Yeah. He's... Kevin Smith's a... Interesting guy. He has improved with age, I will say. Oh yeah, no, his work on fucking we talked about some of that with when he, when we talked about Master yeah. of the Universe, where it's like that's right, we've had this. He, yeah. yeah, he yeah he really grew out of the um, the quote unquote popular nerd stereotype. Yeah, a- and really, Master of the Universe was like. Uh, if you don't like it, go cry yeah. about it. <laughs> <laughs> to every old fucking... The, the, basically saying the, the, that to his past yeah. self. Which I appreciate. Yeah. Uh, oh. oh, God. This... Okay, I'll, I'll do the, the rundown. Uh, yeah, go ahead. So, it was developed uh, by Kevin Smith... And uh, David Mandel. Uh, it was directed by Chris Bailey, Nicholas Filippi, and Steve Lauder. Uh, 
Paul Dini did some writing on it, uh, along with uh, uh, Scott. Oh, Scott Mosier was also a developer. Uh, hmm. And then it had writing credits for uh, Steve Luckner, Brian Kelly, and David Kendall. Uh, Jeff Anderson as Randall Gray. All the characters from the movie who are in this reprise their role. Reprise yeah, their so role. Jeff Anderson, Randall, yeah. Jason Muse, Jay, Brian o- O'Halloran as Dante, Kevin Smith as Silent Bob. Uh, that's it for the movie. You know what? Considering that none of them are voice actors, they did a good job. Yeah, they did about as good as they did in Clerks. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Which, they're they're good actors. Mm -hmm. I mean, they they were just, like, local actors that Kevin Smith knew, and he used them in a lot of stuff. Uh, I think both... Jeff Anderson and Brian O'Halloran show up in Zack and Miri make a porno. Not as Randall that, and Dante, uh, but yeah, just his yeah. guys. Uh, I mean, Jeff Anderson was like a major character. He was the editor for the prod for the porn, uh, and Jason mm-hmm. Mewes isn't like everything he does except Jersey Girl. Uh, Kevin Michael Richardson is the narrator. Alec Baldwin is Leonardo Leonardo. Charles Barkley. I've already done all the character. No, I didn't. Uh, Charles Barkley is Charles Barkley. Diana Devlin, but it doesn't say who she played. So, uh, Tara hmm. Strong is Giggling Girl. Okay, like now you'll be interviewed by two Giggling Girls. <laughs> uh, Dan Etheridge as Mr. Plug. Uh, April Winchell is the reporter, as well as... Who else? Uh... Bailiff, bailiff, okay. Uh, Jeff Bennett is the British (coughs) customer. Brian Cranston is Various. Uh, Is there any specific names? No, most... Yeah. There's very few, like, actual named characters in a show that's... Remember Psych? Yeah, Brian Johnson as Steve Dave Pulaski. Oh, yeah, the the mayor. Sorry, I was on my way to a costume party. <laughs> there are some jokes in this that are funny. Judge Reinhold as the Honorable Judge Reinhold. That is a good joke! That was good! Yeah. <laughs> That's a good <laughs> joke. That's a uh, good I, joke. I still... I maintain I regret... I regret watching this, but this does have a lot of... Both of these have really good jokes in them, alongside a lot of really fucking horrible ones. It's There's some... There's a few gems in these piles of shit. Yeah. Like most adult animation. Mm hmm. Uh. It's unfortunate. Yeah. Because, I mean, there's some running gags that I think are funny. Like, the, like, why are we walking like this? Mm. Al Franken is Mayor McCheese. Senator Al Franken. Senator Al Franken. <laughs> Uh, never oh, forget sorry, that I he was... was a fucking comedian first. God damn. I, I will never... Sorry, I was on my way to a costume party. <laughs> uh, certainly, do, now, is there any questions? Will the hamburger ever be bought to justice? <laughs> mm. uh, 
there were some good jokes in this. Yeah. It's just there were most, for the most part, it was kind of like, eh. Yeah. No, it... <sighs> I'd love to see a second attempt with Kevin Smith as he is now. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, more of the good jokes and less of the bad. You know who's you know if he does that you know who's gonna um, like you know who is going to show up in that right who Weird Al Yankovic oh he would because <laughs> he's in everything yeah he always plays himself yeah well except when he Although, plays Rekar <laughs> except when he plays Rekar I am only good for one thing garbage <laughs> <laughs> oh or uh, Milo. I still need to watch that show. God damn it. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't ever change, Weird Al. Yeah. I got nothing else to say about this. Yeah. It's a, it's such a weird, like, how the show, a lot of the jokes were about it being canceled, and, but it, and it was after six episodes. Yeah. Like, did you know? Or, like, what? I don't... It's so weird. Yeah. I don't know. It's like, it got real meta. Alright, hold which on. Which, I mean... I need to look something up. Go on, go on. It got real meta, and, like, it also was another show that was, like, it, it was originally on ABC, and then it jumped around to a bunch of similar networks, just like the critic did. Because it, it jumped... Because I remember the first time I saw it was when it was on Adult Swim. Yeah. Which I mean, what a we- like? Why would you ever pick that up? Who who makes that decision? Who makes the decision to pick up a show that's only six episodes fucking long? So, only two yes. episodes were broadcast on ABC in the year two thousand before the series was canceled. Several factors contributed to the cancellation, including low ratings, the shows not fitting in with ABC's other programming. Unsuccessful test screening to older audiences and ABC's decision to air the show out the shows out out of order. Even though some of the jokes require you to have watched the previous episode. Yes. ABC aired the fourth episode first, as opposed to the intended first episode, and then aired the second episode, despite the fact of the second episode is the flashback episode derives much of its humor from the fact that it flashes back to the first episode, as well as the beginning of that very episode. Bro... Come on. <laughs> Additionally, the second episode aired without the scene from Flintstones List, the fictional RST video rental that spoofed Schindler's List. Uh, all six episodes were released on DVD in 2001, marking one of the first occasions in which a short-lived TV series found success in this format. The DVD commentary features cast and crew who frequently cite their disagreements with the network over the show's development. The entire series was eventually aired on Comedy Central, with the unaired episodes airing for the first time on television on December 14, 2002. In 2006, digital freeview channel ITV4 in the UK began broadcasting the episodes late on Monday nights. Starting November 14, 2008, Cartoon Network's Adult Swim block aired the series on Friday nights. It also aired on the El Rey Network during their Jay and Silent Bob Takeover Marathon. God, the El Rey Network. That was uh, Roger Rodriguez's uh, 
Yeah. Robert Rodriguez's station, right? Yeah, it was. It was. It had a lot of um, a lot of the the, the grindhouse stuff showed on there, and fucking um, the uh, the the haunted world of old Super Beasto was on there. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot of Lucha Libre. Yep. Fucking um, COD. The, just it's just a lot of one one. What a what a weird. Yeah. One last thing. Uh, several scenes filmed for, but cut from the film Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, but included on the film's DVD release, contain metafictional moments where Randall makes references to the animated series, as well as its cancellation. On his DVD commentary for the film, Smith says that the intent was to make the quick cancellation of the series a running gag. Huh. Well, alright then. Yeah. What a wild... Wild thing. Huh. Okay, wait. Here's a bunch of uh, ideas that were proposed but never made. Uh-huh. Randall exploits Jay by making Snuggins a catchphrase, leading to Jay becoming a recording artist. <laughs> Randall buys Kit from Knight Rider at a used car lot. The car becomes <gasps> envious of Randall's relationship with Dante and attempts to kill Dante and impersonate him at the store, a reference to single white female. He manages to trick everyone except Dante and likely Silent Bob with his thin disguise. Wow. Jay joins a boy band. Silent Bob is sad that Jay is gone, so Randall and Dante bring Bob in to work at the quick stop. He turns the store around and it becomes a great success. Silent Bob is given a piece of gum and says, Mmm, juicy fruit. Which shocks Dante and Randall, asking him, You can talk! A reference to the chief in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Mm-hmm. Allegedly, in the 7th or 8th episode, Dante and Randall would have added to their cast of friends a boy ward named Robin in a direct Batman. Yeah. Though, like Lando, would probably not have been featured prominently. This plot element was most likely not intended to actually be part of the series, as it was described by Kevin Smith after mentioning that Paul Dini, best known for his work on Batman the Animated Series, had also worked on Clerks the Animated Series. Hmm. The DVD commentary briefly mentions an episode idea where Ben Affleck would play the King of Canada. The episode premise was also described as the Aladdin parody. There was also going to... Sorry, go on. I mean, they do make kind of a joke about that with the fucking uh, Leonardo Leonardo thing buying the land from Canada or whatever the fuck. Yeah. But anyway. There was also going to be a Saturday morning spinoff called Lil Clerks, which would feature child versions of the characters. (laughs) (laughs) Another (laughs) spinoff. Another spinoff called Old Jay would feature Jay as a grandfather. This evolved from the last segment of episode two, which was a parody of Stand By Me. There was also plans for an animated film. But it uh, never took off. Can't imagine why. Yeah. It was named the ninety-eighth wow. best animated series by IGN. Hey IGN, comparing it to Firefly due to its partial, out of sequence airing. Well, you know what they say: you can't spell ignorant without IGN. Yep. I mean, ninety-eighth is 
not a bad placing for it, really. Out of a hundred? Fair enough. Assuming it was out of a hundred. Uh, oh no, it was. It was okay. Like <sighs> third from the bottom is not. Yeah, yeah. Not, IGN did when they still did those top one hundreds. Yeah. Uh. Oof. Yeah, that's that's it. All right. All right. Cool. Uh, we're not even going to take another break. We're just going to get into the outro. What are we doing next time? Uh, next time is Goof Troop, Goofy Movie, and Extremely Goofy Movie. Hell yeah. Uh, we should have done, done these for your birthday. That Well, okay. The schedule was originally that at the this was going to be at the beginning of May. Mm. And then Goofy was going to be the middle of May. Right. And that was... Me silently stealing two episodes uh, while still I mean, contributing gonna... to your plan. Uh, I mean, I'm not complaining about the goof, the goof troop goofy movie. Yeah, fucking that that sounds great. I'm actually looking forward to that. Same. Uh, I don't know which episodes we're going to watch for Goof Troop. Uh, well, to figure that out. Yeah, uh, I would like to try to gear it towards episodes that. Like, at least one episode that features each character. Mm-hmm. Uh, For sure. Unless, like, were there any episodes about Pistol? Mm, I don't know. We're going to have to go digging. Yeah. Uh, that being said, yeah. that's the show. That's it for us. Uh, please rate, comment, review... Uh, it helps. Any amount of feedback whatsoever, negative or positive. Yeah, just something. Engagement. SEO. Anything Anything at all. Yeah, please, for the love of God. Uh, other than that, uh, you can get in contact with us by going to, uh, uh, you, you can email us at acmepodcastinc at gmail.com. You can find us on... That, oh, go ahead. That's that's acmepodcastinc at gmail.com. Yep. You can find us on Twitter by going to at inkpodcasts. Uh, that's at inkpodcasts. Uh, where can they find us on Tumblr, Kai? You, you can find us on Tumblr at acmepodcasts.tumblr.com. That's acmepodcasts.tumblr.com. Dot com. And uh, now with the, uh, the 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 muskinator trying to buy Twitter, a lot of people are moving to Tumblr. Yeah. Uh, for, for better or for worse. Yeah. We got anything in the ask box? Uh, you know what? Let me check. Actually, I am like... waiting on my computer to pull up the email. Mm-hmm. Do we have anything? Active podcast. Uh... Mm, no, no new asks. Alright, I'm gonna, because I didn't have the email pulled up and this fucking takes forever, I'm just gonna say there's nothing, and we'll check it next time. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, if you want to get in contact with one of us, 
Uh, fuck you. No, uh, just kidding. Uh, Kai, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me at kaiju underscore emperor. That's K-A-I-J-U uh, underscore E-M-P-E-R-O-R on Twitter. And you can find me on Tumblr at kaiju dash emperor. Both spelled the exact same way, and those are... That's retweet three blogs, you know, whatever like whatever I like, uh, nothing original. Uh, but if you want something original from me, I have a side blog on Tumblr called Kai's Tome, where I post uh, a lot of my homebrew D and D stuff. I'm finally um, posting a lot of my stuff that I've been working on for a while, mainly the subclasses I made for my homebrew setting Oto. So there's like some Japanese inspired subclasses uh, mainly like a uh a puppet master uh, artificer uh a kitsune blood sorcerer um the uh the alcohol uh domain cleric uh a new a monk subclass called the way of the iron hand which i had which was one of the first thing i was supposed to but i've made a revamped version of it that's less broken um Still requires testing, but I look forward to uh, that and some of the other stuff I'm working on. That. Where can they find you, Laser? They can't. I am an okay. enigma. Enig- enig- Enigmatic. Yeah, the moment's gone. Slim Akimbo on Twitter. S L I M underscore A K I M B O. It's time for my yearly rebrand. That's all. Uh... Okay, yeah, that's it. Uh, Don't be a jackass. We'll catch you next time. Bye!